0: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today is all about how to own your menstrual cycle with hormone balancing essential oils. Let me tell you how excited I am about this episode for you today. So I have been fascinated with our menstrual cycle this year while writing my new book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, and I have dug deep into this topic to set you up for success. In this podcast, we'll explore each phase, the hormones behind it, and how to best support your body physically and emotionally during these very different times of the month. If you would like to learn even more, I definitely want you to check out episode number 35 with my dear friend and Fix Your Period expert, Nicole Jardam. This is actually her area of expertise, and she does a marvelous job at breaking this down for all of us. But before we get into this important topic, I want to quickly share an exciting online event that I am personally hosting. Earlier this year, while working on my book, I was inspired to bring together an amazing group of brilliant women to educate on the benefits of oils, lifestyle, and nutrition, and how they play a role on women's hormone health. And the Essential Oil Hormone Summit was created. So whether you're already using oils and ready to unlock the power of hormone balancing, or you're new to essential oils and ready to explore effective natural solutions, or maybe you're struggling with hormones and ready to get your body back on track, or you love to educate about essential oils and wanna expand your knowledge, or maybe you're leading a movement, we've got a lot of those out there, and want to give your people the best tools for changing their lives. If you can resonate with any of those, this event is for you. My mission is to help women everywhere become the CEO of their own healthcare. This means always having solutions that work for you at your fingertips and never letting a health challenge stop you from living your fullest life. When I decided to create the Essential Oil Hormone Summit, it wasn't just to give you the most up-to-date information on how essential oils can be used to balance your hormones. It was to make a difference in the lives of women all over the world. And one of the ways that we're doing that is we're raising money for an amazing cause, actually an organization called Days for Girls. Now, why Days for Girls? This is why. Around the world, girls and women resort to using rags, mattress stuffings, banana leaves, feathers, and even cow dung to manage their menstruation. And what Days for Girls does is they provide a safe and beautiful, washable, and long-lasting alternative that is designed to help women basically deal with their menstrual cycle every single month so they can go to work and go to school. They don't miss either of those things. And they're also given vital health education around the reproductive system, kind of like how we're gonna get today. So when you sign up for this free online event and purchase the recordings, I call it the library of hormone amazingness, you are gonna be making a contribution to Days for Girls and other organizations to ensure that girls all over the world don't have to miss school due to inadequate period supplies. Because by giving the girls the education and the tools that they need to be able to go to school and manage their period, we're ensuring another generation doesn't have to be held hostage by her hormones and the normal functioning of her body. So I just wanted to ask, will you join me in making a difference for yourself and women everywhere? If you are ready to say yes, head on over to the show notes or head on over to the website, which is eohormonesummit.com. The link will also be up in the Dr. Marisa website. You can find it everywhere if you are following me on Instagram or if you're on Facebook. We are blowing this up. We have over $55,000 so far for this amazing cause. So I'm really excited to have you participate, get this amazing information, and to help make a difference in these lives around the world. All right, well, let's dive right back in. Now, if you know me at all, you know that my mission is to empower women, and I can't think of a better way to help you tap into your physical and emotional potential than by giving you a simple guide to your menstrual cycle. Plus, of course, the essential oils to support in each and every phase. Now there are four phases to your menstrual cycle, menstruation, the follicular phase, ovulation, and the luteal phase. Each phase can feel wildly different, even though most women only pay attention to the parts of their cycle that often feel painful or difficult. I can tell you right now that I've definitely been that woman where I really only pay attention to my menstruation, and usually ovulation although two, I guess I could even say the luteal phase as well. Well, it's time to flip the script and take back your power when it comes to your menstrual cycle. So let's talk about how your period works. About every 28 days, your body undergoes the process of growing a uterine lining called the endometrium. Your endometrium thickens each month in preparation for a fertilized egg. If that egg gets fertilized, you're having a baby. If the egg isn't fertilized, the uterine lining sheds, and as a result, you get that familiar time of the month, which is your period. Now the onset of bleeding marks day one of your cycle, and we generally count from there. So midway through your cycle is day 14, 15, and the last day of your cycle before the bleeding starts again is usually day 28. Now, the power of working with your cycle is so important, and this is why. Mainly, you can begin to expect what you should be feeling physically and emotionally from each and every week. Now, many women are ashamed of certain parts of their cycle, namely the menstrual or PMS phase. And let me tell you that this is not uncommon, even here in, well, where I'm at in the United States, but you know, in so many different countries around the world. And as I mentioned to you earlier, there are, from what I understand, 130 million girls who miss school every single month because of their menstrual cycle. And in a lot of these cultures, They are shamed and ridiculed just for having this normal process. And I know that we also struggle here in the U.S. that a lot of women feel ashamed. I remember when I started my period at the age of 11, I was roller skating at a roller skating rink, and I actually had... Well, I don't know if 11-year-olds can really have boyfriends, but let's just say he was a boyfriend. And I remember I was at this skating ring, and I was in these, I won't say what year it was, but I was in these little little jean shorts, they weren't very little actually, and I had like a, a t-shirt that had a knot on the one side, and my period started, and I was not prepared, I was not equipped. Here I am just roller skating, having a good time with my friends, and all of a sudden, Luckily, my shirt was so long, I was able to cover up any stain or anything. Clearly, I kind of shoved, I don't even know if I shoved toilet paper, what I did. But I remember going home, just taking hours for me to finally tell my mom what was going on. And so there is, there's a lot of shame. I don't know if you remember the first time you got your period and what that looked like. But so often, we've created a society that really, I wouldn't necessarily say demonizes, but definitely, you know, there's this weird stigma around our menstrual cycle. And so I just wanted to just say that I know that place, and you know it breaks my heart to see that so many girls are struggling with this every single month around the world, so far more than we are, and that's why I'm really excited to have this conversation and also raise awareness for this this wonderful organization called Days for Girls. So again, many women are ashamed of certain parts of their cycle, mostly when we're dealing with our our period or during PMS. And that's because we get more sensitive. We tend to have more physical symptoms such as headaches, muscle pain, cramping, bloating, irritability. I mean, let's be honest, all kinds of crazy things happen when we get PMS. And I, I, let me tell you, I am the queen. I've been the queen of PMS. I've had some pretty big moments during those times. But the thing of it is, is that your body and your moods aren't anything to be ashamed of. In fact, It's time to be in awe of our bodies. Your body and your hormones aren't something to fight against or be mad at. Instead, begin to listen to your body and work with the different phases of your cycle so that you can really thrive in your life with your career, with your partner, with your kids, and really, honestly, to save your sanity no matter what time of the month it is. So let's talk about how to navigate the four phases of your cycle. As we journey through each phase of your cycle, it's important to keep in mind that every cycle is different. Plenty of perfectly healthy women have periods of different lengths and experience different energy levels and symptoms throughout. Your moods and symptoms may even fluctuate month to month or throughout your life. If your cycle doesn't match perfectly with the phases that I am lining out for you below when I talk about them today, don't you worry. Hormone cycles look different for everyone. If you feel like there is cause for concern, just talk to your doctor, talk to your hopefully functional practitioner, your hormone expert, and just talk to them a little bit about what not only your normal is looking like for you, but if there's anything that you should be working on when it comes to getting your hormones back on track. So here we go. Phase one, that is menstruation. So day one through seven. Now day one of your cycle marks the first day that you start bleeding and usually last anywhere from three to seven days. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of transparency here. I have always been a seven dayer. I've always prayed to be a three dayer, but it's never been the case. So what's going on here is hormone wise, your progesterone just takes a massive nosedive. I have experienced that many, many times and it gets to its lowest point. I mean, we all experience that, but I don't know if you've ever experienced when your progesterone just like drops down I can really feel it, and that's where the mood swings start coming into play. So day one is also the lowest levels of estrogen and testosterone. So you may just feel low energy. So low sex hormones can result in painful cramping due to contractions of your uterus as it's shedding, Also, fatigue, brain fog, low libido, again, all relating to tanked estrogen and progesterone levels. Lower productivity, confidence, and mood swings are also common during this time because of that dip in progesterone levels. However... Just note that help is on its way. I mean, that's the reason why we're having this conversation is to just give you a good sense of what's going on. Estrogen is going to begin to increase again and continue to slowly rise through the follicular phase. And more estrogen will mean some release from these exhausting symptoms. So let's talk about how to thrive during this particular time of the month. Let's be honest. This is definitely a low energy time of the month. This is not the time to be go into a spin class and go in full tilt, right? You want to give yourself a little bit of gentleness. So again, it is important to be gentle with yourself during the first few days of your period. And here are a few ways to thrive during day one through seven of your cycle. As I mentioned before, saving those heavy workouts for another day. For me, I love hiking during this time. I love yoga during this time. I love taking a walk on the beach. There's something that's a little less hard on me. It's just giving my body a little bit of self-love. I and mean, this is really that self-love time. Don't beat yourself up because you're too exhausted to get to that spin class or that you're too exhausted to do 50 burpees. Replenish your iron stores with iron-rich foods like shellfish, spinach, organ meats, red meat, pumpkin seeds. There's lots of wonderful foods that can give you more rich iron, especially if you're a heavy bleeder or your periods more than, you know, more than four to five days. Avoid as many stressful activities as possible. Maybe you can't splurge on a spa or getting a massage, but you can definitely avoid strenuous workouts. Filling your fridge with nutrient-dense food is gonna be great, and pamper yourself with, again, maybe just taking a moment, having a pause, reading a book on one of those days instead of taking on more activities. Try to schedule more light, loving self-care around this time. And then if you're partnered up, don't be shy about asking for help or at least some compassion during this time. You know, my husband is so aware of this time of the month for me. He's so wonderful. I don't really have to ask for compassion, but he's really great at handing oils to me pretty much the entire time. But you know what? Let's be honest. He's pretty much handing oils to me all of the time, but especially during this time of the month. So here are some essential oils that I wanna share with you. Number one is Clary Sage. Now Clary Sage is one of my absolute favorite essential oils for the first couple of days of menstruation. It is the most relaxing, soothing, and balancing oils I own. So I love to apply Clary Sage with a little bit of peppermint to the abdomen, to the hips, to the back of the the back of the lower back. Um, Usually you can have some lower back pain. That's such a great oil for soothing those muscles, especially with the peppermint. Bottom of the feet. um, I especially love putting oils right over that uterus. My go-to blend for this is gonna be my Superwoman blend. And so if you have a 10 mil roller, it's gonna be 12 drops of clary sage, 10 drops of lavender. Again, both soothing oils, great for soothing abdominal cramps and uterine cramps. Next, it's gonna be five drops of cedarwood, Five drops of geranium and four drops of alangalang. And if you want, if you really do want to use this for cramping too, you could add about four drops of peppermint. Top it off with any oil you prefer fractionated coconut oil, grapeseed oil, almond oil, and then you're going to apply it on the abdomen about three inches below the belly button. That's pretty much where the uterus is and just rub it all in. You can also do this on your wrists and your palms because this blend is not only great for cramps, it's great for any type of muscle issues you're having during this time, so like low back pain. It's great for mood swings, it's great for cognitive function, it's great for emotional well-being. All in all, it's just a really phenomenal oil to kind of just really soothe you during this time. Also, if you're looking for a little bit of extra energy, because you may be finding that these sex hormones, taking a big dip like this, really feels like the basic tasks are a little bit harder to do. So for me, during this time of the month, I'm usually using my instant energy blend, which is my favorite quick pick-me-up. And this is just one drop of wild orange and one drop of peppermint. I already usually pre-dilute it. So if I were to make this in a roller, it would just be 10 to 15 drops of each, Cap those off with a little bit of fractionated coconut oil or grapeseed oil, and then roll that over my palms, rub my palms together, and then take three to five deep belly breaths. And man, I'm back in the zone of genius. So, that is my instant energy blend that I wanted to share with you now let's move into phase two the follicular phase your follicular phase also starts on day one of your cycle and lasts until about day 13 or until ovulation your hormones can change a lot during this phase with low estrogen progesterone and testosterone during the first few days and a gradual increase of these sex hormones as your cycle moves into day 14. You won't actually experience a spike in progesterone until the luteal phase after ovulation. Now during this time, your body begins to prepare for the potential of pregnancy by pumping out a hormone called the follicle Stimulating Hormone, also known as FSH. Now, This hormone stimulates the eggs in your ovaries to grow, and the rising estrogen thickens the endometrium. As estrogen and testosterone rise during this phase, you're going to start to feel like yourself again. With increased energy, brain function, and mood, your libido is going to be back on track and you are going to feel like just like a million bucks. You're going to feel like, whoa, I've got my mojo back. So let's talk about how to thrive during phase two. As your sex hormones start to increase, you will begin to experience that energy, and here's a few ways to take advantage of it during the follicular phase. One, get out that calendar and start scheduling those meetings, those networking events, maybe even a speaking gig or an opportunity to be out in public. Get those dates with your girlfriends on the calendars as well because it is time to hit the town. You are beginning to feel energetic and sexy again, Pull out some of your favorite outfits and plan some of those nights out. Now, rising estrogen and testosterone means you can also handle more strenuous workouts as you move further into ovulation. Totally up to you. Strenuous workouts may not be your jam, but if they are, this is when you're really gonna feel like doing it. Also, make sure that you're continuing to eat iron-rich foods, because at the beginning of this phase, you were still menstruating. Now, as the follicular phase gets going, you are not only gonna feel good, but you are going to look good, because at higher estrogen levels has this magical way of just having you feel on top of the world and getting your skin to look a little bit more firm, a little bit more elasticity, and research reports that we have better facial symmetry during this time of the month, so just own it. Get your photo shoot on the schedule if that's what you've been thinking about. Take some more selfies. I mean, honestly, get in where you fit in, but just take a chance to really own this phase. Now my go-to oil for this phase is going to be basil. And that is because you have just got this new surge of energy. You might find yourself burning the candle at both ends. I know that I tend to do this. When I start getting that extra energy back, I want to capitalize on it. So the oil that we're gonna be talking about today, which is great for energy, stamina, and really promoting a lot of mental clarity is going to be basil. Now, basil is a beautiful oil to use during this time of the month to promote clarity, maintaining an open mind, and it's great for a post-workout. It's phenomenal on muscles. Personally, I love basil, lavender, and peppermint as a post-workout blend to kind of cool those muscles down and to give me that little extra burst of energy that I'm looking for. Basil also promotes mental alertness and even lessens anxious feelings. So you can apply a drop along with some other oils to your temples, the back of the neck, especially if you're having any tension at the end of the day. You can also diffuse it with wild orange, bergamot, lavender. These are some of my absolute favorite oils to use with basil because basil on its own, because it's an herb like marjoram and thyme and rosemary, can be pretty powerful. So I tend to recommend using it with other oils, especially citruses and mints. And then that lavender really does calm it down as well. So that's going to be my go-to oil, kind of my go-to blend to diffuse when you're really getting back into your mojo during the end of phase two. Now let's talk about phase three, and this is ovulation, day 14. Ovulation is a critical part of your cycle, but one that many women don't even notice. Around day 14 or so, your pituitary gland secretes a hormone called luteinizing hormone that causes the ovary to release the matured ache. Then it travels through the fallopian tubes and it stays there for about 24 hours patiently waiting for fertilization. Now, while I've had some patients who experience dips in energy during ovulation, most women I know are feeling on fire. They're most powerful, they're most energetic, they're most sexy around this time. And this is because the ovulatory phase is your body's last-ditch effort at baby-making and it knows it. So it's going to have you feeling fit, feeling confident, and really owning your stuff. So let's talk about how to thrive during phase three. Powerful sex hormones are peaking, so get ready to take advantage of all of that amazing energy that you're experiencing. And here are a few ways to thrive during ovulation. Again, get that calendar out because this is a great time to socialize, attend networking events, and plan those date nights either with your girlfriends or whomever it is that you're hanging out with. With this energy at an all-time high, you can really get into whatever fun, amazing project you're embarking on, maybe taking a little bit of risk, maybe doing something adventurous, something new that you've never done before. Really capitalize on this opportunity where you've got bounds of energy and you are really filling yourself. Also, this is great to kind of step into those workouts as I mentioned before and your confidence is through the roof. So it's a great time to just really own that and step into something that really excites you. Now, what I wanna say is there are some great oils for this time. So whether you're in a relationship or not, your body is still in baby-making mode. So you want to stoke those fires with this amazing blend that I can't wait to share with you. It is my Sensual Passion Perfume Blend. Now, for me, I don't use synthetic perfumes anymore. I just use essential oils. And essential oils are so beautiful, as you know, and they have beautiful scents. But essential oils can be very... Attractive to other people. They have aphrodisiac type abilities, like magic superpowers in a lot of ways. So, even if you don't have a partner, it's still nice to feel sexy and desired. And this blend is really going to make your hormones happy. So, this aphrodisiac essential oil not only smells incredible, but it can also help to balance your central nervous system, work on your emotional well being, relax the senses, and produce a feeling of optimism, euphoria, and confidence. I call this my confidence blend so here is the passion perfume blend and I can't wait to tell you a little bit about some of these essential oils as well in the 10 ml roller because if you don't know by now I am obsessed with roller blends because they are so easy and they're so compact I probably have about 10 to 14 essential oil rollers on me in my purse at all times including this one so how this one works so what's in it is going to be 10 drops of sandalwood essential oil now sandalwood is not only one of the most sensual essential oils out there but it's also the oil of connection you're really going to feel connected with this oil it's got a very cerebral experience as well to it i love this oil it's very grounding Next is going to be 10 drops of a Lingling. Now Lingling is quite spectacular and special. Not only is it a heart-centered oil, so it's great on the heart, it's great for lowering cortisol levels and stress levels, but also it is known as an aphrodisiac essential oil. Most women and people will tell you that this is the queen of libido boosting when it comes to essential oils. And if you were to ask my mama, she would tell you that this is very true. She often says, "Put a Ling-a-Lang on your Ling-a-Lang. Now, that would be a little embarrassing if it wasn't so true. However, I'm not going to recommend putting it on your Ling-a-Lang. I'm going to recommend a Ling-a-Lang as an inner thigh oil it's such a great oil for your inner thighs creating sensuality it's just beautiful it's very delicate this whole blend actually can be an inner thigh oil by the way the next oil in here is going to be cinnamon and it's eight drops of cinnamon so so far we have 10 drops of sandalwood 10 drops of a lang and eight drops of cinnamon. Now cinnamon is not only great for stabilizing blood sugar levels and supporting circulation, but it's also the essential oil of courage. It's literally liquid courage. I love, love this essential oil. And then the last ingredients is going to be one of two, or you could do both, totally up to you, but it's four drops of jasmine or neroli. Now, you should know that jasmine is literally the queen of essential oils. It's such a beautiful, delicate flower. Actually, both of these, jasmine and neroli, are both delicate flowers. For me, I have a love affair, or rather an obsession with jasmine essential oil, And I pretty much put jasmine in all of my blends. No, I'm kidding. But I do put them in a lot, especially my hormone blends. Both jasmine and neroli are phenomenal for hormone-boosting properties. However, jasmine is really great at helping to boost mood, helping to deal with depressed or sad feelings. I just love this oil. It is such a gorgeous oil. So totally up to you. Jasmine or neroli, again, they're both wonderful hormone, sensual, essential oils. It's really your call there and then top this off with a carrier oil of your choice. Where I recommend it is the back of the neck, inner thighs, spine, wrists, temples, bottom of your feet. It also makes a sensual scrumptious massage oil, so definitely consider using this blend when it comes to having an intimate moment with your partner. Now we're moving into phase four. Phase four is the luteal phase, and this is days 15 to 28. The luteal phase, it's the most famous phase because it is the one that makes women so spicy. Goodness knows it makes me extra spicy. And this is when PMS symptoms really rear their ugly head, such as irritability, mood fluctuations, cramping, headache, muscle pain, bloating, cravings, you know it we can feel like a hot mess during the end of a luteal phase now your luteal phase starts at day 15 of your cycle right after ovulation when your body gets the memo that a baby is not going down progesterone levels actually increase around this time to prepare your body for pregnancy but starts to steadily decline along with estrogen testosterone the follicular stimulating hormone and the luteinizing hormone. Basically, until day one of your period, all of these hormones are dropping down. And the quicker that they drop, the more what we're finding, the more symptomatic you're gonna experience, right? The more PMS you're experiencing. For instance, I had a lot of issues with progesterone levels. They were pretty much non existent for several years. And when they tanked, they tanked hard. And my PMS symptoms were what I consider to be a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. So it's really good to kind of pay attention to your hormones around this time. Definitely worth testing your hormones at this time as well to see what's going on and to see if you need any support at all. For the first half of your luteal phase, you are still feeling pretty good. Estrogen levels haven't tanked yet. Progesterone is still remaining pretty steady. But it's during that last week before your period, when estrogen tanks and progesterone tanks, along with those other hormones, that your PMS symptoms are going to really start to pop up. Now, that really varies for all kinds of people in terms of symptoms. And maybe you're one of those amazing women who really don't have a lot of symptoms. I will say, cheers to you. But you may also be the kind of woman who's really struggling during this time. And I have got some recommendations for Whomever it is listening, I just want to make sure that we set you up for success. So here are a few other ways that you can thrive during this phase. As energy starts to dip, you can also be replacing those big heavy workouts with just hiking, yoga, taking it easy, even maybe taking a couple of days off. Same goes for your social life. Replace those big events and date nights with cozy plans at home. While most women report feeling fatigued during this time of the month, it's also great to flex your creative muscle. This is a great time to journal, draw, or start that knitting project that you've been eyeing on, or pick up a new book, whatever it may be. Get those creative juices flowing. We also know that cravings tend to come on this time of the month especially carbohydrate rich foods so i say indulge a little bit i personally love lots of roasted veggies homemade soups things that are really comforting but still really healthy and then if you do find yourself dealing with some pretty crazy cravings around sugar or desserts you can always grab a peppermint oil and breathe that in or even lemon oil breathe them both in because they are craving suppressors so i love those oils for that And then note that you may also be experiencing a little bit of pain and discomfort. This is because of the rise in prostaglandins that cause that premenstrual related headache or migraine, neck pain, back aches, or just all around discomfort and muscle pain. This is also a great time to grab some Epsom salts, use some essential oils like clary sage, lavender, maybe even a little bit of cypress, see what else, basil. These are all great oils for soothing muscles, soothing the mind and soothing tensions and then also a hot water bottle is also great, and then rest. Now essential oils that I wanna recommend during this time are going to be a sleep and relax blend because I find that you can, at least for me, there's a lot of anxiousness and mental chatter this time of the month, so I do love to have a nice diffuser blend, And to be honest, I run my diffusers every single night with calming oils. I'm just more mindful about it at this phase. So my go-to diffuser blend to just unwind, ground the body, relax the mind is going to be two drops of clary sage. You've seen that oil a lot in this episode and for good reason. It's hormone magic two to three drops of cedarwood oil because it's very calm and very sedative in its properties, and then two to three drops of bergamot, and bergamot is the oil of self-love and self-acceptance. And let me tell you, I definitely need a little bit more of that during this particular phase. And all you gotta do is just put the oils inside of your diffuser and then set it and forget it a couple hours before going to bed. Now, when those tall signs of PMS really start to pop up, it's time to grab this other blend as well. Now this blend you're gonna find is similar to my Superwoman blend that I mentioned earlier, but I'm gonna share it anyway. It is my Hormone Synergy blend. Again, in a 10 mil roller, it is 10 drops of clary sage, eight drops of lavender, eight drops of geranium, four drops of bergamot, and four drops of a Ling Ling. You're going to put them all in a roller top it off with a coconut oil or grapeseed oil almond oil whatever you prefer and then roll it over the ovaries over the neck ankles wrists over the palm two to three times a day now what you're going to find this blend is very similar to the superwoman blend i personally love to use them both so i always have them both ready but it's totally up to you you could just pick one or the other i will say a fan favorite is the superwoman blend but it's totally your call Now that we've covered all four of the phases, and you have a better and more clear understanding of how to pre- be prepared, how to really plan your calendar so that you are just addressing the energy needs of your body, you're addressing how you're feeling in your body, and what's going on with those hormones. I just want you to know that getting to know your unique cycle is such an insightful journey. And if this resonates with you, I hope you sit down and really get to know your body a little bit better because it can be a really amazing amazing experience. Now I will say that I did not do this for quite some time. I would just ignore it and I'd blunder my way through some of these cycles and I would end up, especially in in the end of the luteal cycle when I was moving into PMS, I would schedule several interviews or maybe even a speaking appearance and I just didn't prepare right and would feel so drained, so irritable, and even experience some brain fog. Now, I will say, last month, I spoke in front of 38,000 people towards the end of my period, and there was really nothing I could do about the speaking gig. But there was something I could do about nourishing my body, making sure I was using my oils, making sure that I was taking using more iron, making iron-rich foods, making sure that I was self love lots of water, lots of lemon in my water, just doing all the things that really take care of my body, having my instant energy blend there. So even if you can't really move things around in your schedule, like some things are really fixed – you do have flexibility around other items, how you take care of your body. So for instance, I can totally control my workout schedule and I am very mindful of what that looks like. So the point of this that I really wanted to bring to you is that we do have a lot of choices and when you have knowledge around your cycle, you really can set your body up for success, which is exactly why I went through this today. And again, a big part of what this is all about is really helping to get your hormones back on track by using real food, lifestyle changes, and of course, targeted essential oil blends. Now, if you are loving this information, if you wanna learn more, about areas around supporting your liver or detoxifying your home for hormones or just anything and everything under the sun when it comes to hormone health, I wanna, again, invite you back to just register for the EO Hormone Summit so that you can get so many of these answers right at your fingertips for free. Now, I know you get a lot of that in the podcast, but could you imagine a concentrated version of that all in one event? And I promise it's good because you know I'm hosting it and I promise I'm only bringing the best. So I just want you to know that this summit is my gift to you so that you too can experience the radical difference essential oils can make for your hormone health. So I want you to head on over to the show notes, join me on October 22nd, which is coming up pretty quickly when this event goes live, because the interviews are powerful and they're really gonna shift the way that you approach your body and healthcare. You can find the link DrMarisa.com slash episode 41, or just go to the website, which is eohormonesummit.com. Super easy to find. It's also on my website. It is everywhere in my world. Now, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the Essentially You podcast. The upcoming episode is with one of my favorite hormone experts because I want to keep this conversation going and it is Dr. Laura Bryden. She is also the author of The Period Repair Manual. And we're gonna be talking about a different phase, which is perimenopause. Now, if you feel like you may be in perimenopause limbo, because I don't know what that feels like, definitely cue in and listen next week. And the last thing I just wanna say, if you are loving the content here, you're loving what you're learning, I just want to offer you the opportunity to go out and spread this message. Let people know that this podcast exists. Share it with your friends. Take it to Insta. Take it to Facebook. Whatever feels good to you. Let them know so that I can continue to serve you and the other amazing women in your life who are ready to become healers in their own home. Until then, I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.